Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Yeah, here we are. Are we rolling? Yes, we're back in the X-Files. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, well, this is yeah, Two yeah. Files yeah, with yeah. a PH, yo, yeah, yeah. and a Newborn. Yeah, yeah. With a... With a with a G N. Yeah, that's right. I'm Walter. <laughs> I'm Maurice. <coughs> and my name is Patrick. I like the old I'm AKA Patrick. Go crap yourself. Oh. I like I said in the last episode, I think crap is now an appropriate word. Good. Why don't you spend twenty yeah. minutes of this episode talking about that? I'm, I'm Speaking sorry, of I, crap. I haven't written my congressman yet. You have some trivia or some type something you want to contribute to this thing? What are you talking about I had like too much trivia, too much crap in the last episode? I have a lot Wait, of crap for this, this episode. Whole episode is dog? This whole episode, <laughs> we are talking about. We're here with special guest Ruby Dog. Ruby Dog, it's good to have you here on set. Thank you very much. Wow, uh, I didn't know you were an X Files fan, Ruby. I've been watching since the beginning. Yeah. I heard Butch is a big X Files fan too. Butch. Butch. You know, the bulldog that's always tormenting his bully? Oh, I thought you were talking about President George W. Bush. Oh, not Butch, not Bush. Bush. I want to talk about Piper Maru. Piper Maru, Apocrypha. Piper Maru, Apocrypha. And Edge Push It. And what's the third episode? Pusher, Pusher. of course. Oh my God! I keep forgetting Pusher. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go take a crap. Bye. That's what puppies do. He's so rude. He just left. He's obnoxious. I thought he was our special guest. Pat, where were you while he was in the room? I was standing here uh, in Mm -hmm. awe. Never see you two in the same place. I was Instagramming. I was taking pictures for Instagram and Snapchat. So everybody, follow me on Snapchat at the Paridi. So cool thing about Piper Maru. It was co-written by Frank Spotnitz, who we get to meet on Friday, October 10th at 6 o'clock at our comedy party here at the Broadway Comedy Club with LMAO doing some improv and X-Files News and Duchovniacs co-producing. And he wrote this on a magazine while flying out of Minneapolis. Can I just say this just in? Chris Carter was just quoted saying, talking about the return of the X-Files, this was always Jillian's show. What the fuck, Chris Carter? What the fuck? It's what just, the fuck? Well, you know, yes, all women and all the that. The new show was Jillian's show? No, he said, I all talking about the return, he said, this was always Jillian's show. Well, he met Jillian first. We did, but this show wouldn't be happening if... But is he, but is he saying... Fucking, you know what? The show fucking tanked after Damon left. That's right. So, and two, it was always about them. Yeah. Mulder and Scully. But is he saying it was Jillian's and show, not Mulder's show, or not David's show? I have no show, idea. I don't have this He's saying it was always it. Jillian's show also. It was it taken out of context, or is that what he tweeted? It was It was said in a panel at this, this MIPCOM screening. I don't trust MIPS. So, no spoilers. No spoilers. I just got, like, a flat, like, not Penny's boat on his hand, like, and lost. Oh, I thought you were giving me the I thought I thought I'd like you know I want to like Photoshop it high five and I wanted to say not Jillian's show not Jillian's show (laughs) not Penny's vote not Jillian's show. This episode features my personal favorite band. Really? Just kidding. Okay. Just kidding. They refer to the ship as a Foo Fighter. 
Oh, oh, right. Well, that's what Foo Fighters are based on. That's yes. But this episode came out after. So the World War II plane became before the band. Is that's what you're saying? Right. The bands okay. are yeah. the band is a, a terrible name that Dave Grohl came up with, so people wouldn't know that it was the drummer from Nirvana's band. He right. just like slapped the name on a tape, and right. just named the name stuck. Like not Julian's show, not his band. Right. right. Not Dave's bands. Right. 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 <laughs> So we have uh, so the you know, syndicate is the back. David campaigned his ass off for the revival. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened. He talked Jillian into doing I think you're it. stuck on this. I'm trying to talk about Piper Sorry. Murrow. There's so much David hate. I just like, come on. Wait, what's wrong? Well, 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 you know what? I mean, he wasn't Someone wrong. needs to be a cheerleader for him. Because doing what he did to get every... And I'm sure everybody benefited by him making sure people got paid for... The stuff they did by selling it to FX, right? That's really where it His started. Lawsuit? His lawsuit was where it all started. That's been resolved like over. It was resolved a long time ago, but I'm sure everybody benefited from that lawsuit in the uh, sense that that's questionable. Maybe he made more money for those episodes by doing half seasons and making the same amount of money. Or no, he, that's not the only reason that kind of why thing. there's hate. But the royalties were probably better as that's, a result. That's not the only reason why there's hate. There's no? just people. Scully has a larger fan base. Yeah. Because she's like what was considered at a time that weren't a lot of kick-ass women yeah she was a, a kick-ass lead lead well, character. i understand that but i understand, I understand why you're you have you have and to i love hate that him i love that as, and be a fan to be a fan of hers doesn't mean you have to hate him right you i know? don't understand i've never understood is it because that he gets all the press and the, but it's, it's all about her why is he getting all the attention it's misogyny ah. Is no, that what it is? Get, it's like they reverse? both get a lot of attention. I wanted to talk about black oil. Okay. Oh, yeah. I so. think it was David show. <laughs> I think it was David. I, that's going to be cut out. Texas so don't tea. worry about it. We're not going to have... You are okay. an attention whore. I am. So Piper Moreau. Moreau. Piper Moreau. It's and not the know, island of Piper Moreau. Which is also the name of... The, spa- the, the ship. Um, Can I just say I love when you two set each other up for like... To finish each other's thoughts, and you completely <laughs> don't do it. She expected me to know that. I told. We talked about this. What is Pepper Monroe? What is also the name of a personal connection to the show? Oh, that's Scully's dog. No, a cat. Scully's. <laughs> Scully's mother. No, it's Julian Anderson's daughter. Oh, Julian Anderson's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Not this is going to be cut off. Nope, that stays in. Because that's Whoa. hilarious. Oh, it's Scully's, Scully's dog. Scully's dog. No, it's named after Piper. Sorry, Jillian. I actually do love you. I didn't mean anything by it. I'm, uh, I'm a bad comedian. Oh, uh, That was some trivia. I was trying to show you it. And I told you that when we were you watching it. You did tell me it. that. You said, what's the name of the episode? And I said, no, that's Piper Murrow. You have to oh, remember, I'm your husband, so you just have to assume I'm not listening. You don't listen most <laughs> of the time. Oh, my God. That's really the key behind it's all like, of our comedy. It's also that I thought he knew like mm. the name of, and he's just like, Scully's dog. No, fucking Scully's dog is Tweequeg. Yeah. Not Scully's dog. Tweequeg? So I don't, it's a random thing. This show, this episode, has one of my favorite scenes from the entire series. I don't know why, but the whole sequence of Scully going to the naval base to speak with the commander, who we've seen before as the one of the doctors or something like that in one of the episodes of season two. In the flashbacks. Yeah. Well, no, 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 we've seen that character before, but yeah, we see him in the the sub in the flashbacks. Which is super cool. But, but that whole sequence 
Um, and all the flashbacks. It's, it's the next episode we see the flashback with Mulder and CSM, right? That's, uh, that's Mr. the beginning. Mulder. Yeah. Bill Mulder. Bill Mulder, yeah, and Billy. Um, Billy. To his friends. So, um, yeah, Commander Johansson, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I just, there's something about that when he's talking about his son dying in the Gulf War exercises and she talks about her father being d- dead. There's there's just a lot of heart-wrenching sentiment and she in has, that scene. And it starts off with Skinner saying they're closing the investigation on her sister. Mm-hmm. Right. But she knows the yeah. truth is still out there. Mm-hmm. But she's not happy about that. Now, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, when was the last Skinner time we saw Crycheck? I think in uh, Anasazi, right? When, that when, sequence? When Scully disappears, right? On the when mountain he, there? Oh, no. We saw him and... Uh, he, he shot Mulder's father. Yeah. Oh, that's right. With the right. other guy. And with the guy who ends up shooting Skinner. The two of them are together. And, those, the, the and that was after? I get, I and then, yeah, that's the end of season two. Beginning the last we saw him, of, clip, uh, Mulder had a gun out and was going to kill him. Yeah. Yes. And he got away. Right, but there's no cry check in the sign in 731. Scully, no. Because Scully ended up shooting Mulder because she thought he was going to shoot Krychek and didn't want him to get in trouble and go right. to jail. So she shot him in the shoulder and then carried him in the car and then drove him all the way down to New Mexico. Right. So um, that's the last we saw of him. Yes. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. It yeah, had been and, a while. And this isn't the last we'll see of him. Oh, I and hope I not. He shows up out of nowhere all of a sudden. It's Most importantly like, about this episode. Oh, Krychek. It's almost like it's almost like a box of chocolates. Right. You never know when Krychek is going to pop up. Yeah, Mulder's really bopping around the globe in this one. Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, he and Krychek are Oh, like, he goes to Hong Kong. Hong Kong and back to D.C. Together, and then they, they end up in North Dakota. They end up in Tungusta in a few loose seasons. Oh, they're right? going, yeah, they're going. I mean, they get all over the world together. That, that's probably why we have all the homosexual fan fiction. Because yes, I Krychek and Mulder end up in Russia, in Hong Kong. And there's a lot of sexual tension between those two. You never a seen it? A lot, yeah. Pretty boys on in the okay. travel together. <laughs> I just like that he kicked his ass. Yeah, that's where all the oil comes from. Yeah, you like to watch yeah. him beat his ass. It's fun. So we, this is the introduction of the black oil. Mm-hmm. Purity, as it's called later. Um, which is, we find out later, a travel vessel for the alien... Uh, Genes. It's confusing over the course of this series so exactly what it is. It was dormant at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. feels it was, like. Yeah, the P 51 Mustang went, that went down. Yeah, dropped dead red. Mm-hmm. Cool plane, cool mm-hmm. plane. Mm-hmm. As the French diver as they go, I swim down. Yeah, I'm looking on Wikipedia. There's a picture of the French diver, and it looks like the she devil from the episode with the frogs and the snake and the, 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 the Satan worshiping oh. teachers. Yeah, I always okay. forget the name of that episode. We love it, but I forget the name of yeah, it. Yes, Dihan Vardarkis. Oh, is that Dihan Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My lovely German. So, and a lot of this came from Chris Carter for years, wanted to do an episode with images of finding something creepy at the bottom of the ocean, and he wanted flashbacks, black and white, taking place in a submarine. Put those two together, we get Piper Maru. <laughs> Any reason to get on a submarine. Right. <laughs> Any reason to uh, lower the budget of the show right. by putting them in a small, encapsulated right. area? Did it lower the budget, though? Because they were talking about... I was, no, I was about not. to make the comment. <laughs> uh, the, the budget for shooting on a train wasn't expensive enough. Let's do a submarine. Because sometimes those closed spaces are very tight. The train. <laughs> They're very difficult to film because, you know, to get the right angles... You know, you've been on a set before. I mean, to get an angle... You, you, the commercials that are shot in these huge, like, football field size... Uh, hangars and whatnot at the Naval Yards in Brooklyn. I mean, it's, they take a lot of space to get the 
shot just right, these closed spaces are very difficult. It was good. It was very fast paced. Has a lot of suspense. Mm -hmm. This is not the last we see of the black oil. Not, it's not the by last any we means. see of Crycheck. It's some type of alien thing mm -hmm. that jumps from person to person, and we leave with it in Crycheck. If you mm -hmm. put these together, at the very end. Or no, it came out of him. It came out of him at the end. It all came out of his eyes. And well, yeah, and and so this is kind of an interesting. So we get the we get the black oil. It starts in the bottom of the ocean. And it's in the pilot of the plane that's still somehow alive because this thing is preserving him. It jumps to, and it, I guess it can travel through water, so it jumps to the French sailor, uh, Mr. Goudier, uh, Gauthier, Goudier, Gauthier, 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 that works. Uh, it's French, so probably Gauthier or something Gauthier. like that. Who then passes it to his wife, and I, as I said when we watched this, I remember being confused. I thought the wife and the woman from the salvage yard were the same person at different times. I forgot that they were two different people. So, but he eventually ends up in Krychek. Are you guys confused with the woman that handcuffed, uh, Mulder handcuffed to, and went right. to Hong Kong? Right. That was working. The woman. She was the one selling the stuff, the secrets to Krychek. Right. So the wife gets it to... She gives it to the pilot. Right. Right? Well, no, the wife gives it to Alex Krychek. And uh, oh, after shooting that's right. the woman the from the salvage yard. Right. Wake gives it to Crycheck. Well, he's the, he's the in diver. In the bathroom. Yeah. No, he's so not the pilot. The pilot around. gives it to... No, the diver. The di pilot gives it to the diver. <laughs> diver gives it to the wife. Wife gives it to Crycheck. That's like... It's and like, then Crycheck like bleeds blood out of his eyes into the spaceship it's, in North Dakota. It's not blood. It's black oil. Well, the boy... But I'm saying it kind of bleeds out. Yeah, it, it comes, it comes out. out. It's like a bunch of eye mucus. He has like a black conjunctivitis. It's the black oil. Yeah. And so it comes out of his nose, his pores, and it goes down that squirrely, paisley-looking thing. You know, I was always wondering, why does the, the alien spaceship have, like, paisley on the top? Remember Spider-Man 3? No, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the, 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 that was an alien, too, right? That was very similar. Suit. Yeah. So I guess, <laughs> the, you, you know, I was thinking of... Is that kind of what they're going for with this black oil shit? Well, this stuff all happened first, and then since then, I've seen it been ripped off in so many shows. Either worms or even... Uh, and I've seen it happen in the eyeballs. I'm yeah. Like, what? This Black yeah. X-Files. You all took the black oil. Even the... Um, so the show that I watch on... Smallville had a rip-off That's of this. That's right. They did have a similar thing. Um, well, it happens in Supernatural, too. Like, when somebody gets infected by a demon. Yeah. Eyes, so like, ah. It goes all yeah. black. It, yeah. it does. They're, they're, that's when the demon goes into them. Right. And they have that, like, stuff that comes out of their mouth. And they're like... Right. <laughs> they're barfing. <laughs> they barf out the... Beer. Oh, Smallville, when they did Doom, I think. When they had the Doom episode, somehow Doom started out as an alien black oil substance type thing almost in the eyes of that a person. That was a blatant Eventually becomes Doom. But uh, in the strain, when you have the worms in the eyes yeah. and under the skin, kind of reminds me of that. They're, they're worms, not oil, but it's similar. They're in the oil and the, in the substance. And uh, so, but, but I wonder, I was thinking going into this, I was trying to research, was X-Files the first to ever do something like this where there's an oil? But that's kind of like um, the Spider-Man character Venom, which predates this a few years. I think they, I think Venom dates back to the eighties. Yeah, Venom was yeah maybe seventies. Mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. not one of the original characters, but definitely came in. Oh no, I think it came in with the space shuttle, so late seventies, early eighties. It was part of the Secret Wars. Okay, which was back in the eighties. Was that the very first time we see Venom? Well, it's the first time you see the symbiote suit. Is it? Okay. And the symbiote suit comes back. By, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, it's probably it's possible like a like it's the same idea essentially right. like a like a black like 
being like, substance, right. and substance. And it takes you over. Mm-hmm. And there, there have been times. Well, then, well, the other one. Uh, but what do they do when the black wolves in them? They're obviously you see it, their eyes become that weird color, right. and they're possessed by something. But right. what is the point of it? What does it do to you while it's in your body? Well, they seem to survive. If it leaves you, you if, seem yeah, to be you back to normal. Yeah, it gets out of you, and you're back. So you're ba- it's almost like a puppet master. It's yeah, like possession. the thing is in control. It just yeah. needs like a host. Yeah, it's parasitic. Dis- and and we find out all kinds of things later. And it's kind of hard to say go into it too much now. Not that I'm really worried about spoilers, but I would say even to date, knowing of all the things we've ever seen about this substance. It's still a big mystery. It was never really completely explained. Does it come back and possess other characters? It, and different versions of the oil in the movie. Oh. It's a major part of the movie. Big part of the movie. And we see it on and off forever in the series. I think the only time you don't see it at all is when you get into the, the 2008 movie, because it has nothing to do with the mythology. But it's a major part of the mythology going forward. And uh, oh, I was going to say, that the movie Invasion, which is the horrible version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Daniel Craig. Oh, when they start throwing up into infect other people. Yeah, they basically barf out the virus. It's horrible. Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman? Yes. Yes. It's it, so when they both barf simultaneously into the coffee, that's when they lose me on that one. So bad. But, uh, and then they're in the train <laughs> and the they subway. just start barfing yeah, on each other. Yeah. It, it, to it, infect it, each other. Terrible. But, uh, so yeah, we should probably have so a game, you know. Skinner's in the diner, and the dude shoots him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And that's, damn, that's not a pain, that's not a very painful thing to get shot in the stomach. I mean, it's got hurt to get shot. Well, that's what Mulder does a few episodes threatening someone or other that to we're going to shoot you in the stomach because that's the, the most stomach. painful thing, right? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, you know, he takes a bullet, man. Mm-hmm. Takes it like a champ. All right. He takes a bullet for Scully. Well, in all the shipper world, isn't there any like Walter Skinner's Scully? Scully ship? Other. It's called Scully Other Thick. Oh really? So it's Scully. What was it? Anybody Scully will sleep with? They have a fanfic for. Uh, it's called Scully Other. Uh, this is. Mulder I did other. not catch this watching this, but apparently. <coughs> The 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 mutiny flashback scene has a very young and uncredited Michael Bublé. <laughs> oh, I knew about that. <laughs> I rem- I forgot about that, but I do remember that. That's Bublé. Yeah. In, in the uh, in yes. the sub. Yeah, I remember hearing. Yes, I remember. I knew about that, but I forgot about oh, it. Oh, that's funny. He's not credited in uh, Wikipedia here. Or is that in the next episode? Is it's, that, it's is that un- this episode? It's uncredited. uncredited. Yeah, I remember. Re- I remember hearing about that and going, oh, "Wait, what?" Oh, that shot has. But uh, yeah, I like the I like the character of the flashbacks and the submarine mm-hmm. with the captain and then locking them down there and the the whole Mulder Krychek confrontation and mm-hmm. all that. The bathroom thing. It's pretty funny. Like, clean like, yourself up. Yeah. Goes in the bathroom and then gets the black oil and comes out, jumps in a cry check. There was something that I kept thinking watching this, you know, I don't, and it wasn't that big of a deal, but stuff in the airport, I found that you, you don't see anything with customs whatnot, but it seemed like there was a lot going on at the airport that would never, it, like, it, it's pre 9 11, basically, what I'm getting to. Oh, yeah. you know I mean, yeah. airport security kind of things that uh, being able to get an airplane ticket to Hong Kong that last minute and all those kinds of things. Anytime they do that kind of stuff in these 90s shows, like it's pre-9-11, 
the way things happen in airports now. You know, I have an hour, I'm going to get a ticket and get on a plane. You just can't do that anymore. Well, he's FBI, too. Yeah. So, he's, he's the Fed. Right, right, so right. So, he might still be able to get that. And it might be on the cutting room floor, some scene of FBI walking around, uh, mm-hmm. a man walking around an airport with another man handcuffed to him might be a little bit suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> that might be. But. So lax days. I was just watching some sort of video that was like, well, um, you know, TSA is not really actually doing that much. According to this, the black oil effect is completely post-production uh, effects being put on top of the eyes. Which one? All the black oil effects on the eyes are all post-production effects. I just kind of wondered how they do that. Yeah. I assumed contacts. Mm-hmm. But. I guess you can't do video contacts or anything. But yeah, they just kind of overlaid something. And... Uh, yeah, I, I always thought the black oil was one of those things, especially, and now it's almost, it almost seems silly now watching it for the umpteenth time, oh, but I always love this episode, but I remember the first time seeing this episode, like, what the fuck is that? It was very freaky the first time, and, because uh, it came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, there's, and you got, and I, I, I always hate oily substances, like, for a long time, I didn't even like custardy, because it had, like, a quali- oily quality to it, and, uh, I never, I never ate custard as a kid. I don't like doing stuff in my hair a lot of times because the oily stuff. I don't like it on you my like hands. Oil? I like no. Now I love oil. I've gotten over it. But okay. uh, but when I I remember growing up as a kid, I never liked oily substances or touching what I would think is like like it's a texture I don't like. Now you and so it always creeps me all over everything. Oh yeah, I don't. I touch anything and everything. Not anyone. <laughs> no. Never mind. <laughs> Time for Jupiter Dog to come back. So I give this episode a ten. I think this is definitely one of the best. Overall, there's a lot going on. It introduces again so much of the future of there's this episode of the series. There's definitely a lot that happens. So I'm going to give this uh, a nine. It's so pretty tough. high on my end of mythology stuff. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Twenty-seven points altogether. It was eight. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger into apocrypha. Which is something Another terrible title. A biblical text that didn't make it into the final canon of the Bible. Interesting. So like the the Gospel of Mary Magdalene would be apocrypha. The Gospel Gospel of uh, John Wasn't the Baptist. The Gospel of Mary Magdalene. You know, no, like all the uh, anastostic agnostics rather. I'm combining that. the agnostic texts right. that are not in the Bible, mm-hmm. or you know, in third, fourth century, and they said this is what we're going to call. Our beliefs, and then they left out all that. All that other stuff is apocrypha. So that's well. The beginning is pretty cool because we don't know that it's Mulder's father in that flashback Mm -hmm. until the very end of the scene where the reveal is. Right. And there's also the smoking man, Mm -hmm. a young smoking man with him. So who do we think is the third guy? You don't know. Well, they never say. He's just a generic. I guess it's it's not really important. Maybe he's just another no names <laughs> agent. He's just, he's just a naval doctor. But you have a young Bill Mulder, you have a young smoking man, which is a different guy playing young smoking man than we get later. But um, once we find out who he's related to, but that's enough, we, won't, we won't spoil that for Pat. But um, yeah, I thought be, I thought you know why why can't we make the third guy like he's a young manicured man or he's a young first elder? Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, young first elder. Right, right, right. Or a manicured man. I don't know. It's kind of kind of cool to see him take mm-hmm. out his cigarette. You know what that's all about. And we get more action on the Zeus Faber. More stuff going on there. 
learn more about what happened. And we get a lot of the syndicate in this episode. Mm. Probably more than we have yet. Why do they just hang out in the dark so often? That's scary. They just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we need to be scary and hang out in the dark to have these discussions. And, and yeah, another one of those scenes where I absolutely love, one of the, why I like these two, the episode between, well, or the scene between an old manicured man and Mulder. Kind of little chess game going on. I've got information, you've got information, like playing each other politically a little bit. And uh, always love that scene. But yeah, we get a lot of syndicate and the the growing distaste of the syndicate and CSM. Right? They're they're clearly not on the same page here. There's some confrontations, but I think he's mm. kind of in charge. Who? The Smoky Man. I think he wants to be in charge. And I think up until a point you think he's in charge, but you find out these guys are the real power players. He's kind of like the assassin, the guy who gets it all done. But these guys are the money guys. These are the guys that are really paying to be a part of what's coming. And we don't want to talk about yet because we're getting ahead of ourselves. But they're the money. He's the I-make-everything-happen guy, you know, the scary guy that does all their dirty work. But... I think he wants to be one of them, and they don't want it. They won't let him. I think there's, you know, that kind of a dynamic going on, and there always has been. He doesn't get the job done because his uh, the other age, the other guy that with with that bleh, he doesn't get the job done because the man that was with Krychek when Krychek shot Melissa Scully mm-hmm. is on the loose right. and ready to talk because they catch him. Right. Or no, they didn't catch him. Right, they're they're close to catching him because there was a sketch that Skinner had given because Skinner had seen him. Right. He shot Skinner. Why did he shoot Skinner? No, the sketch is from the the woman at the diner to make himself more hated. You just gotta shoot everybody. But that was a bad move. Why did you shoot Skinner? Well, by bad guys aren't the smartest, are they? By shooting a a high profile assistant director of the FBI, FBI. He was supposed to kill him, I think. Because he's not taking But there was the a warning. witness right there. The one yeah. at the diner. Yeah, that was horrible. And if that's the case, too, we would, sh- we would aim for not his stomach. Yeah, you have a problem. Yeah. Yes, there was a big problem. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's a big problem. Oof. Yeah, I, I never thought I that was a great scene. I didn't understand why. Why did he just shoot him in the cell? Like, he was pissed off? Yeah, it's probably just the show's way of creating tension. Oh, yeah. Not actually killing anybody else. Right. Well, I think he was supposed to kill him. He's a bad assassin. He uh, failed at killing him. I only kill the unimportant characters. Yeah. He failed to kill Alex Krychek. They were going to kill Alex Krychek because he failed to kill... Oh, he jumped out. He got jumped out of the car, yeah. Right. He jumped out of the car before blowing it up. So this guy is not a good an assassin. And I think he's about to turn state's evidence, and then they get to him. So Mulder's with Krychek, and they're in the car, and the car crashes... <laughs> <laughs> he gets away. <laughs> well, they're trying to get the tape. So they're trying to get to Alex Krychek. No, they have Alex Krychek. He's in the car with Mulder. No, he's got Alex Krychek. Mm-hmm. And the Alex Krychek, they're going, no, they run him off the road. And he gets away. Who does? Krychek. Yeah, because he, he exposes, it's almost like the alien flash. Like he flashes them like a flasher, only it's radioactive light instead of his penis. And, and that kills them. That's how they get killed on the Zeus Faber. The captain had it. Is that how the black oil gets in? Well, some, so it's like a superpower of the black oil. They can radiate 
this energy but why that kills. Why did they do anything with Mulder? He's just like he wakes up in the hospital bed. <laughs> well, they weren't after Mulder, and he wasn't after Mulder. But they knew that they Mulder kill, was after someone. The Crycheck kills the agents because they're CSM's agents, right? The cigarette smoking man's trying to get the tape back because he lied about the tape being destroyed years ago. They lied about Alex Crycheck being dead years ago. Uh, not that long ago, I guess, in uh, Anasazi and Paperclip and Blessing Way. So this is going back to all that. One, two seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even. Half a season. It was half beginning of the season. season. So uh, and this is only episode, what, 15 or something like that? Episode 16 now. So uh, 14, 15 episodes ago, he said Alex Krychek's dead. So all this news is coming out. And they're, the syndicate's learning that he lied again. And they're failing at their job. You know, they're talking about maybe we need to get somebody else to do all this work. A lone gunman or ice skating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the funniest things. <laughs> that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, from this point on, I don't want to ever see them back in their little trailer. I want to see them in random mm-hmm. places <laughs> like that. Because three people ice skating is a way to I'm divert to attention to go get this. Yeah. I guess that's a way to see if anybody's watching. You know, the three of them together can, con- you know, looking at all angles. Skating. I guess that's what that's all about. Or it's just a funny reason to have one at a time skating. And uh... no, I think TV shows they do this thing where they like try to come up with like a oh well, like an unusual incognito place to rendezvous. Mm-hmm. It looks a little like the uh, Glen Echo. Is it Glen Echo? The um, in Bethesda. They said it was Rockville, but it looked like the Glen Echo skating rink. Pretty They're sure not it was still in, in the UK. Yeah, I don't think it was filmed in Bethesda, but <laughs> you've been there before, the one I'm talking about, right? No, I haven't. Ca- oh, Cabin John. I'm sorry, Cabin oh, John. Oh, uh, yeah, when I was really, really little. Yeah, it's kind of like a pseudo outdoor skating rink. Almost, of all the, the sets that are supposed to look like a set in the D.C. area, that was almost spot on. Because I've been there when it was too warm, too, and there are all kinds of puddles and they falling all over. Doesn't take much for me. I'm not a good ice skater, believe it or not. You see Agent Pendrel again. Yeah. He's funny. I don't remember it being such a big deal about him crushing on Scully, but... Oh, the lab tech guy? Yeah, yeah. he's all over her. <laughs> he's going to die, probably. Well, yeah. You guys know. Not oh, saying I anything. Don't. Not saying a word. I blame Max. Um, some, good, some good acting, too, from Mitch and Jillian in this mm-hmm. episode. Mitch when he's like all like we don't usually get to see him that vulnerable in the oh, hospital yeah. yeah and Jillian when she's facing off with that killer she's the one with the Emmy she wants to kill did she win an Emmy for this not for this one but she has an Emmy right mm-hmm. when does she, she win an Emmy not for this does he have she an Emmy wins. for this for this show yeah yeah she does yeah. for this show mm-hmm. for this show yes the X-Files yeah. she has an Emmy for the <laughs> X-Files and a golden globe when did she win it and David has a golden globe what season uh, possibly third or fourth. Mm. Uh, you can look it up. I'm looking at it right now. Don't do look it. it so you're yeah, talking like about the scene, the scene when she, she confronts her. She thinks he's the one that killed her sister. And technically he is because he was with Krychek. He just didn't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Krychek and Krychek did and didn't do it on purpose. He thought he was killing Tully so much better. But, but the thing is, right at that point, she has him and they arrest him and... They arrest him, right? Mm-hmm. And they take him, and Scully uh, Mulder calls her and is like, hey, let's go to North Dakota. Forget what you're doing. So she completely drops that whole pursuit of him <laughs> and goes to North Dakota. She like, not, no question. About it. She completely forgot about Like, I have my, my sister's killer right here. To yeah. go in and interrogate mm. him, and then he dis- he's killed in his cell later. Mm. Or they well, kill if, him. He's, if he's too important of a villain, they have to let him go for a little while. 
Well, they they no, they just need to go to North Dakota <laughs> to go to the bunker <laughs> where Krychek was, and where they 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 actually go onto the into the bunker. They go right. in there. They trespass on the bunker property. CSM comes again, not the first time, and everyone arrests them and takes them out. And is like, you need to get out of here. So they come out of the bunker, and CSM's like, what? And they're like, I know what you got in there, and they face off, and then it's done. <laughs> There's nothing to be done about it, basically. Right? So I'm reading a little of this trivia about the production of the black oil. All right. And you were supposed to find out when Jillian won her Emmy. Uh, 1997. So that's like when all the cancer is going year. on and all kinds of stuff. Season so. four. Season four. Season four or five. But, yeah. but don't you win it for the year previously? Oh, I think it was. I think it was. I don't think it was for this year though. Won in ninety-seven. I didn't see which episode for, it was for. I'll, it would have been for the. Sh- I'll make sure I look that up before the next. The season aired in ninety-six. If she won in ninety-seven. Right. Because it would have been fall in ninety-seven, which she would have been nominated for in ninety-six. So mm-hmm. when was this episode airing in ninety-six? My or brain just exploded. This is a uh, beginning of ninety-six. This episode. So it may have been this, or it may have been. Yeah, if you win in ninety-seven, though, it's probably the fall. Of ninety six or spring of ninety seven. I thought they like picked the a specific season. episode though. No, they usually do. usually do. It's for the performance of a particular episode that yeah, really because, stands out. Yeah. And sometimes you're nominated for multiple episodes. But um, so Nicholas Lee, they said originally he had a mask with tubes to do the oil leaving his body, and it said it, it was terrible. They had to reshoot it a few days later, and it was just a horrible experience. They said one of the ways they did it with the moving of the oil through things, they had an oil that was somehow pulled around by magnets. Uh, this fluid had, must have had... Magnets, yeah. bitch! Are you using magnets? Magnets! Yeah. But I uh, said it wasn't menacing enough, it looked a little comic, but they said they had a real hard time doing this effect. The eyes were probably the easy part, because you could just do a, uh, an effect post, but... Because uh, later on, we, get, we, we didn't get any oil moving under the skin in this episode, right? The way we get in a few... Later seasons. Not spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, you see the oil creeping into the body different ways more. Like, you just kind of saw them. Um, but they said they had a, a dummy head for the the diver in the beginning. Oh, no, I'm sorry, for the submarine captain with the blood coming out of his body, they just used a fake head. Hmm. But they said it was a real hard time moving that stuff around. I can imagine. Oh, I know. I think the magnet scene was when they, the oil yeah, moving magnets, on top of bitch. the spaceship at the end. So it was really hard to get that to oh. happen. But we're running. We're running on this. Well, maybe we should push on to pusher. So, yeah. so I, I'll give these two. You know, I'll give these two together a nine. You know, nine. No, I'm gonna give them a ten. They're great episodes. Well, I already gave the last one a nine. I'll give you a ten and a ten. Two ten. I'll give you another nine. I'll give them both an eight. No, not my favorite. Oh. Two, two-parter. I think well, I like the last one a little better. So you give a, a, a nine. I give them an eight. Eight. Both okay. Of them an eight. Yeah. We didn't talk about the one thing was little Easter egg in there, which was the red door tunnel that says ten thirteen. Oh, that's right, Chris Carter's birthday. And oh. the name of the production company. That's right. Wait, that's coming up. Uh, I cracked up when I saw that. I forgot uh, about next that. Next Monday. Right? Yes. That's yeah. Or you know whenever. So is X Files news? Oh, I, I can't. Gonna, I don't want to. Chris might hear this. I won't talk about that. Yeah, Never mind. <laughs> I won't Chris Carter listens to every episode of this show. It could. I better not. I won't give away because I've already gotten in trouble for spoiling one of their things. It could. So, uh, uh, so we're on to one of the best mythology or non-mythology episodes of all time, Pusher. Ah, it's, it's Pusher. 
Green Pie? Vince Gilligan! Woo-hoo! Yeah. Finally. Yeah. This guy's breaking bad in uh, a big way. He does break bad. So Pusher, of course, is the Pusher is the character that the name he gives himself. Cerulean Blue. That's right. I love Cerulean Blue. Cerulean. We get him later. Is that this season or next season? When does it come back? I don't know. Is that the same season? Cerulean. Probably soon, because he's dying. Can't be too long. Um Oh, oh here we are. Robert. Wisden as Robert Patrick Modell, uh, no relation to the sports store. Gotta go to Mo's. That's right. <laughs> Gotta go to Mo's. <laughs> Modell calls himself the pusher. Yow. Asu, right? Osu, Osu, Osu is the Japanese for push, pusher. Uh, in the newspaper ad, he calls himself, you know, call Asu for a good time or something like that. He but, basically uh, gets his commi- his victims to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Got a hypnotic voice. Pushes them. And they never say if it's just the voice or is it dangerous power, mental. Yeah. Now a couple of years ago there was a man that did, and I, it was unclear whether it was a hoax or if it was true. But there was a man that showed how he could get people to do stuff for him on television. It was right. like a reality show, mm-hmm. or more like brain power. Or something yeah, like. it was like all about the power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. And so giving people blank pieces of paper instead of money. Yes, yeah. yes, it was similar concept mm-hmm. to this. And telling, like, he bet he went to, like, a, a dog race or a horse race. I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, bet on the horses. And his horse didn't win, but then he went up. And he told the lady his horse won. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, huh? He's like, oh, yeah, this one won. And she's like, oh, okay. So she paid him, mm-hmm. even though his horse didn't win. Mm-hmm. So he got the money. Now, what's interesting, I think a lot of people... So it was, like, all about suggestion, yeah. Well, you know, when they talk about hypnosis and subliminal messages and all those kinds of things, some people are more susceptible than others. And I think it's very interesting. In this episode, I think everyone falls victim to the pusher at some point. Except for Skinner. Except for Skinner. Somehow, it, it doesn't seem to work on Skinner. It's almost like somebody watching a subliminal message and not seeing the subliminal are they message. implying that Skinner's an alien? Mm-hmm. I think he's just, he's just such a... Uh, non-flappable character. You know, he's very down to earth. He's very smart. He's also a vet. He's a vet. So, yeah. A former marine. He's been through a lot of shit. I appreciate it better when, like, uh, like an unstoppable force like that can, you know, harm some of the regulars in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mulder is flappable. He puts the whammy on them. <laughs> yeah, the whammy. That's right. The whammy. The whammy pedal. <laughs> Gonna put the whammy on them. It's like that old uh, game show. The but whammy. he did. He did get into that <laughs> poor girl Holly's head. Oh yeah, she was a victim. And she beat the shit out of Skinner. Oh, who my just goodness. got recovered from a stomach gunshot wound. Yeah, he, he didn't need that. And then he got beaten up by his poor assistant. What if she like kicked him in the stomach, like where the stitches were? That would have really sucked. Mm. Not yeah. good. But Modell has a tumor. Mm-hmm. Robert Modell. Does he come back? What are we saying? We do see Modella again mm-hmm. in this episode called Cerulean Blue. Yeah, he kind of remind. He kind of gave me a Tombs vibe. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I bet we'll see this guy again. Yeah, the Russian roulette scene was pretty freaky. That's why was the SWAT team so stupid? Not so much that the the one the some of the some of the agents that went in, the one guy that set himself on fire. Mm-hmm. But when the what was the guy's name? Frank, I think. Frank Burst. Frank Burst? Because he said at the very beginning, oh, that's a very interesting name, Burst. 
That's well, why he kind of plays the whole heart attack. Arter, you know, the artery's going to burst. Right. Kind of but when he was on the phone with it was clear he was getting to him mm-hmm. when he was on the phone with Modell. And Scully and Mulder are like, get him off the line. Let me get in. Yeah, right. they, why they, they let him stay him. on the phone? Right. It was clear he was having a heart attack. And they tried to actually stop it, to stop the phone and pull mm-hmm. it out because everyone around could see. And all these guys were like, no. They, they were so you know what I'm thinking? I was listening, watching The Talking Dead about the this season of Fear the Walking Dead. The people in Fear the Walking Dead don't know this is a world that doesn't really understand what zombies are in a real, they might have seen zombie movies, but zombies are not a reality to these people. So when they see somebody that they know looking sick, of course they're gonna go up, put their hand on their shoulder, say, are you okay? And then they get bitten and turn into a zombie themselves. So these guys aren't any way aware of this guy's superpower. They're not necessarily buying into you know, this is guy just talking. This, there's no way he's getting to him. But cops deal with people getting them all the time, kind of like Red Foreman. But they were two FBI protest. agents that were heavily in, involved yeah. in charge of this mm-hmm. investigation. Mm-hmm. But they're and loyal to this other guy. They're loyal to Frank. The the heart attack I buy a little more than the levitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, well, now it's like, what is this power that he has? <laughs> when was the levitation? With the heart attack. He was levitating? Wasn't he? I don't think so. Hmm. No, I think he was just, he was there, he was standing, and then all of a sudden he just collapsed. Well, either way, it's like, you know, if he can talk somebody into a heart attack, that kind of is just, to me, it's like, why wouldn't he just do that to any other agent that got in his way? Right. Well, I think, well, that's the cat and mouse game. He was playing a game. He was playing this... You know, if I Bad guys, to, you're always going to lose yeah. this game when you play this I don't game. Get too hard for them, you know. But you know, he talks. He talks the one guy into torching himself. He, he does. He pretty yeah. much anyone that comes in his way, and then he wa- he wanders right into the FBI mm-hmm. with something that says he has a badge, even though it's not a badge, it just says badge. Right. The other guys shoot each other, or is that maybe that's really a blue? I'm, I'm starting to confuse moments. I think. Yeah, I think you are. But yeah. the the agent. That happy man with kids and a family mm-hmm. sets himself on fire. Right. That's, yeah, that's freaky. That's freaky shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I tell you, I have to say the makeup job they have on that guy after they put the fire out is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah. It's very disturbing to watch that happen. But again, I think this is one of those episodes where it's it's an okay episode that's really made great by the really good actors that you know Robert Wilson as Modell is really really good in this. I mean, it's and, it's made better by that, and it's made mm-hmm. the best with the Dave Grohl cameo. Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Going oh. back to an earlier reference in this episode of our podcast is in this episode with his ex-wife. Oh, you're kidding me. Is that on purpose, or like was he? Is it like the Buble thing? Like he won't want to be an actor before he became Foo Fighter? Well, Dave Grohl pops up in a lot of shit. He's also oh, really? a big like UFO conspiracy guy, so I could see him ah. like. And he's also friends with Jack Black, who has also been on this show. So yeah. I'm not really Canadian. sure. Like, is he a, is Dave Grohl a comedian? No, no he's Canadian. Well, Canadian. No, he's from Virginia. Oh. So did you figure out how how did that come about? I'm not sure how the cameo happened, but That's he's behind funny. him. When was, uh, was the Foo Fighters a thing at that point? Like, was he there? Because... The band, the band existed. Yeah. Okay. I I don't because I don't. Is that really? But like Nirvana was the biggest band of the early '90s. Right. So either way, he was already big. Right, 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 right. right. 
Oh, it's so bizarre. He doesn't have any lines. He's just there. <laughs> it's <laughs> random. Yeah, I guess it must have been one of those things like, hey, he's, he's a friend. It's one of those things where I had to rewind it after I read it. And I was right, like, oh. Right, right. And then I went back and was like, there he is. <laughs> he might have been friends with someone on set. And then they were like, hey. What scene was he in? I'm trying it's to I remember. The scene, the scene where, they're, um, where they're running through the FBI. Oh, like around when, when Mitch gets it's killed? Like, it's, or killed, kicked and... It's when he gets beaten up? It's when, it's when our bad guy there runs, like, through the FBI. Oh, okay. Like, he's just, like, in the doorway. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't see that at all. You're going to be man in the hallway. Good eye. That's kind of cool. Go back. Who's Jennifer Youngblood, then? So, uh, this is a random... Because I guess they named him as a background character. It was, like, a Wikipedia weird stuff. So, but again, great episode. Another almost X Men kind of character. Considered a very shippy episode. Yeah. Mulder almost blew her brains out. Yeah. Playing mm-hmm. Russian roulette there. Yes. Excellent acting in this. Oh yeah. Between them, you can feel the tension between. That's a superior all three acting them. job. That I agree. I would have to agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. The Russian roulette is always intense. They're watching. Do you watch Gotham? I forget. Here's what I'm thinking. Sorry, my brain just kind of like wandered a little bit thinking about what I said earlier. Okay, Gotham had a rush roulette scene with the Joker this week. Wait, That's what I was thinking. Okay. I just want to get that out in my random. So his, his powers is like he can make people do things yeah. with their brain. Yeah. But a heart attack is not a brain thing. Subliminally. It's a, he can actually affect, uh, which is basically kind of creepy. But can you like stress somebody's brain enough to make them have a heart attack? So it's working on a subliminal non. What, what, what is it? Voluntary or not? What they call it? Like the subconscious. brain. No, no, the the functions that that your conscious mind, like yeah, like breath. Subconscious. Well, not subconscious, but your mind can control certain things, and then certain things it doesn't. I guess it's voluntary and involuntary. I think functions right. and breath is both. Like if we're not thinking about breathing, we'll still breathe. Right. Or we can control our breath. You know, we move our arms, but the blood flow, the heart, and all that stuff. So. The power is affecting the non-voluntary functions of the body. Oh, the involuntary. Yeah. So you could probably control, cause brain aneurysms through, you know, oh, your blood's boiling and getting hot, you know, whatever, potentially. Um, that's kind of freaky. That's, that's, that makes the power that much scarier. It's not just, oh, shoot yourself, like, from an internal standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's very freaky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The logic's a little shaky, but I still like the character. Uh, I love that guy's portrayal of like when he is uh, is that Vic Polizzo and he's been in so many things obviously hey Vic Polizzo Agent Burst actually goes through that he's grabbing the phone tighter and tighter and it's such a it's very subtle but it's incredibly intense you can tell and he's sacrificing because he wants to get the trace Scully tries to pull the phone cord out of the wall and they push her off right 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 they push her off oh they push her Ah, ah, ah. I just did that so I'm going to give this C episode. Do we have any more actually before I start rating? I, I'm, I'm eager to give this episode an 8. I'll give it an 8. Pretty damn good. Just because of the scientific explanation of the whammy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll give it a 7. Good stuff. Alrighty then! <laughs> wow. Uh, let me th- oh, wait, wait. Oh, here's another casting trivia. I never looked down far enough, but Vince Gilligan... When he wrote the role of Modell, was considering Harvey Firestein to play the pusher. 
He was too big at that point, I think. Uh, possibly. Or Lance Henriksen from Millennium was considered as well, but Gilligan considered Harvey Firesey. We can imagine, ah, Dolly, hey. I cannot. Hey, Burst, how's your heart doing? I can't. That's the worst fire scene. I, I cannot, apologize. I cannot imagine a hard fire scene. Hey, Kiki boots. Hey, how you doing? No. Why am I doing that? Why do I even try? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I got my mother. Oh wait, this might have been like before Independence Day. This was born in before Independence Day, but he was a sure? major Broadway. When was Independence Day? Uh, late nineties. That was early. Oh, it was after Men in Black. Was it? Yeah. No. 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 And not, Men in Black had to be 97 because we Men in Black that. was 97. We Independence Day was either 96 or 95. We saw, now I have to look at We saw moves, Men in Black when we were here. Walter, yes. we moved here in 97. When did we see Independence Day? We, we saw it before we moved here, but we saw Men in Black when we moved here in the theater over there that used to be Tower Records that was Virgin Records. And now it's, I don't know, it's a freaking tw- uh, no, 21... Always twenty, forever twenty-one store. Are you sure? Independence yes. Day ninety-six, Men in Black ninety-seven. Told you. Enemy of the State ninety-eight, another great movie. Wild West ninety-nine. Eh. Oh I like Wild God. West. Oh, the bad movie. Everyone hates that movie. We'll it's cover it in the Will Smith podcast. Will Smith podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not with it. Though. I need more you coffee. Woo! I robot Jersey. He was in Jersey Girl. I remember that. He's yeah, small cameo. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy with who they cast. Who are you? Pat Reedy. At the Pat Reedy. At Walt Fraser. At Laurice F. Write us a review on iTunes. Bye.